0: Now, go to mattstuartcomedy.com for the links. mattstuartcomedy.com. Now, on with the show.
1: Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited
0: from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash
1: switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates.
0: Welcome to Primates, the podcast where we explore primates in popular culture from chipan A to chipan Z. I'm your host, Matt Stewart. And this week, as always, I'm joined by our ever trusty sidekick here in the monkey cage. It's Evan Munro Smith. That's not what hey, we call it. It's a monkey cage? <laughs> Wait, what is it called again? Monkey uh, house. The monkey house. Yes. That's way. Look, you picture a cage, and that isn't too nice, but a monkey house. You know, you got a front door, you probably yeah. got a living room, there's a kitchen if need be. That monkey's doing pretty good. It's comfortable. A whole house.
1: Yeah. I live in an
0: apartment. Yeah. Well, not these
1: monkeys.
0: (laughs) It's good to see you, Evan. Always good to catch up.
1: Yeah. Talk about our favourite show, The Umbrella Academy. Season one. Season one. Episode two. Episode two. Our favourite episode (laughs) at this point. (laughs) Or is it? Let's find out. So far. You know what? I think it is my favourite episode so far out of the two.
0: I think it is mine as well. Yeah. yeah.
1: I'm, yeah. I'm loving it. I'm um, loving this series. Uh, it's um, it's great because it starts with the hook of the what the, the end of the previous episode, which is that the world is going to end in eight days and we have to stop it. But we don't know how or why. Right. What a
0: great hook to start off the episode. That is a sweet hook. I'm in. I'm hooked in. Oh, is that why they call it a hook? <laughs> it's got I me like so. a hook. Hang on. So the uh, great website we used uh, last week, or I don't know when these are coming out, last episode was wikipedia.org, but it doesn't have a recap or synopsis for episode two. So I've searched the World Wide Web and found another one. This one comes from the thenerddaily.com, com, mm. C-O-M, is that com? Uh, com. Com. It's short for commercial. Okay, the nerddaily.commercial. Uh, yeah. This looks pretty good. I have not read it, to be fully honest. I want to put all my cards on the table, but it looks good. <laughs> I like the color scheme, black and sort of like a nice bright blue.
1: What That's- sort of font have they gone with?
0: Uh well, it's big blocks on nerd, and then daily is kind of splashed across it, more like it's been handwritten.
1: Okay. That's all fun. Right. Sounds a little bit tacky, but we'll see.
0: Oh, okay. Well, the Nerd Daily's <laughs> saved the day here with a synopsis, and you're... All
1: right. Well, we're I'm... yet to determine that. Okay, well, it's They fine. might ruin the whole thing. <laughs> well, I like how they start. They start okay. with a lot of pizzazz. Welcome back
0: to the Umbrella Academy. <laughs> That's fun. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the first episode of the Netflix original series introduces us to the seven children that Sir Reginald Hardgraves adopts as their mothers weren't pregnant... When they, when the day began, and ultimately these children were to have gifts. Wow, that's a confusing sentence. <laughs> so Reginald Hargraves, if they, uh, those of you don't remember, he's the one that I would call eccentric. Uh, Evans a bit on the fence on that, but I well, think it's pretty clear. Okay. Uh, now approaching their thirties, the siblings come together once more after the death of their father, and this sees number five return. From the future after being stuck there for 17 years and with a warning that the world will be ending in eight days time so yeah it seems like 17 years has passed but he's saying he's a middle-aged man isn't he he's saying he's like 48 or something or 58
1: or something yeah i think does that not make sense no hang on yeah because so oh, oh, yeah. it takes him
0: oh so it's 17 years forwards wait so he goes into the future.
1: Because he's like, he says he's 13. His body at the moment is 13. Right. And he was 13 when he left Left to go to the future. Uh Uh-huh. 13 plus 17. Yep. Is 30?
0: 30. Yep. Which is what the rest of his siblings are, which makes sense.
1: Yeah. But But he is 48. That's kind of coincidental, isn't it? Uh,
0: No. Is it? No, it's not. Okay. Because that's how long he's been gone. So, I think that's how it has to be. But the fact he's 48, that's that's strange. But that's, be, I guess, because he's we don't know how long he's been in the future. He's come back to the time oh, when it's 17 years Oh, he's been gone later.
1: 17 years, but yeah. in his world, he's... Right. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Time travel's confusing. I
0: think I've just explained it to myself. But yeah, I was confused. But now I think it's... Yeah, that is all... Pretty and look in
1: this in a, in a flashback at the start of this episode, Sir Reggie does explain the pitfalls of time travel. Yes, he says, uh, and, and he he warns uh, Five not to do it because it's risky.
0: His analogy is he says it's it's like diving into uh, the icy water below a fr- in a frozen lake and coming back an acorn. And I thought, well, that, okay. that's all I well, need. It clears to know. it right up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, i think his point that was that confusing it was, i
1: think that illustrates that it's confusing yes
0: i think he was saying that it was because uh number five had figured out how to uh jump through space a little bit yep but you know, he was a big improv guy i loved a space jump but he wasn't able <laughs> to uh so he was saying hargraves was saying space jumps like that is like sliding along the top of ice, but time travel is way more confusing we don't understand it it's like Swimming under the ice and coming out an acorn. Mm. It's pretty eccentric it way could, to put it, to be honest.
1: Yeah, no, you're, you're right. He also says it can mess with your mind, right? A bit. And maybe it has, has touched on a bit as well. Although I guess maybe. we didn't
0: really know Number Five before, but he comes back a, a grumpy middle-aged man. But I guess that's what he is as well.
1: <laughs> it is, yeah.
0: So here we go. The story of Five. We begin seventeen years ago with the family all sitting down for dinner. Mid meal, Number Five played by Aidan Gallagher. We haven't talked about the actors at all. Anyway, that's his name. Ask if he can time travel (laughs) since he's been practising his spatial jumps. But Hargraves, column Fjord, (laughs) says he's not ready yet and it's far too unpredictable. With that, number five runs out of the academy to the sound of Woodkid's Run Boy Run, which is the name (laughs) of this episode, by the way, Run Boy Run,
1: Uh
0: and tries jumping through time. The first two work, but on his third jump, he sees the destruction of the world and he is unable to jump back. It's interesting It says the first two work. The third one works as well. He just happened to do it into the time where the world has
1: ended. Yeah.
0: The time jump still worked.
1: Yeah. What doesn't work is his, ability, his, his attempt to jump back again. Yes. He can jump forward, can't jump back. Uh, number
0: five continues to tell Vanya, played by Ellen Page, his story... Which he started telling at the end of episode one, except Vanya thinks perhaps the time travel messed up his mind, like their father said it could. She offers him the couch so he can rest up, but he soon leaves after he looks at a glass eye that he says Meritech or that says Meritek on the back. Fire visits the Meritech headquarters and wants to find out who the eye belongs to, but they won't give up on the information. of uh, they won't give up the information. Fania returns to the Academy looking for five and finds him in his room. She apologizes for not understanding. And it seems he may be questioning his sanity a little after she leaves Klaus or Claus Klaus played Klaus, by Robert yes. Sheehan uh, comes from Skins. Oh, he's from Skins. He's good. And I believe he might be getting a, a Klaus spin-off show as well. Oh, really? I think he's the breakout star from this. Mm. Um, Klaus comes crashing out of the closet and it appears he is going to pretend to be Five's father. Speaking of Klaus, uh, when he tries to sleep, he hears constant voices and will wake to find Ben there, his dead brother, who he seems to be a conscious-like figure for Klaus to be prompting him to be better in his life. Pogo, the chimp butler, played by Adam Godley. And... Evan, you were telling me before that you know who this is.
1: Probably from Breaking Bad. Okay, he plays Elliot Schwartz in Breaking Bad. Right, and he looks a bit like a chimp. Okay, so I think it, you know he's a he's a for this role. Um, obviously because he got it. Yeah, and he uh, can't take uh, that I, away from him now. <laughs> I reckon he's gonna he's gonna land this one. Yeah, um, the I. I want to see some uh, behind the scenes stuff. I haven't, I haven't looked into the, how they do the the pogo stuff. I'm assuming it's balls, right? Uh, yes, probably balls. Ball work. Um, I guess because he's kind of he's he's kind of short. So it, it, clearly, this isn't just um, Adam Godley, you know, standing in wearing a suit. It, it must be, you know, someone else or a shorter person um, doing that. Uh, but we, we should look that up another, uh, another time. Do do a bit of looking up into it's obviously it's you know oh, computer generated yes i've just um, looked up
0: adam godley i, I mean <laughs> he doesn't look like a chimp but he, he does have sort he's of got the ears he's for got it.
1: chimpish ears maybe <laughs> uh but don't we all oh, hang on so oh, ken hall is is the person who um did the motion capture right and, and played the character on the set there you go thank you wikipedia.org yeah Great. A really great resource if, if people out there haven't heard of it. I
0: do implore you to look it up. So Pogo, played by Adam Godley, inquires about a missing box and we flash back to the previous day where Klaus disposes of the contents, including a diary, and heads to the pawn shop to get some money for drugs. Klaus yep. and Five try to find out who owns the eye and when it seems to be failing, Klaus steps in and plays the protective parent. He claims... This
1: This this article is jumping around a little bit. Okay. Straighten us well, up. So it's, it's slightly difficult to follow, right? So, so Five has a prosthetic eye. He att- he went to this place that, that made it um, to f- try and find out who the eye belongs to. So, th- this is an eye that he... Um, we find out later that this is an eye that he got from the future. Um, and it, that's why he's trying to track it down. Um, yeah, as he said before, he had, has no like, the first time. But he goes back with Klaus... Um, uh, in this uh, to you know pull off some kind of a ruse where where klaus is pretending to be his dad they end up just sort of roughing up the guy at this at this company or like
0: reverse roughing him or, up.
1: yeah reverse roughing him up they, they rough, rough themselves rough up
0: themselves up with the threat <laughs> of blaming him and somehow that works yeah. yeah it feels like he yeah i don't i guess i don't know that feels like that shouldn't if work.
1: there was a if there was a cctv camera in that office it definitely would not have worked it's all i could think
0: about was where's the cctv camera
1: yeah um and i'm guessing anyway
0: there wasn't one there
1: but it does work and the guy the the guy at the company pulls out the file it's like this eye hasn't even been manufactured yet
0: which is is interesting right because the world ends in eight days which is where yeah uh number five found it so it means that someone's going to get a brand new robotic eye in the next eight days, and then be at the yeah. centre of the end of the world. Yeah. Yeah, very interesting.
1: Very interesting indeed. Anyway.
0: Let me just get a little bit of this rain or water. Uh, what do you call it when you get some some uh, noise dirty or something? What? So I can eliminate it later?
1: Oh, you're going to analyse some... Oh, because it's raining. Ah,
0: oh, forget it. I'm not editing this. All right. Uh, for those at home, uh, it started raining and I was going to try and take it out of the audio, but... Capture a noise print. By the time I paused to let it capture it, uh, it stopped. Great.
1: Good. I mean, I didn't hear it, so that's fine. Okay, great. Uh,
0: so, yeah, so the Maritech employee basically... Um, Gives up the information that the eye hasn't even been made yet. And that's obviously quite confusing. Afterwards, Klaus wonders why Five is so uptight and thinks it's perhaps due to a lack of sex. But it appears he had someone named Dolores in the future and quickly abandons Klaus and the discussion. Because he said, I think he said he was with Dolores for 40 years?
1: Yeah, yeah, 30 or 40 years or something like that. Yeah, quite a
0: long-term relationship. Uh, so that's that's one part of the story. Then it moves on to
1: Hazel and Cha-Cha, who
0: were they in episode one?
1: I, I no, so it. they've been brought into in ep, ep two. Yep, a couple of assassins. Uh, so we're introduced
0: um, to Hazel, played by Cameron Britton, and Cha-Cha, played by Mary J. Blige.
1: Yes, who's saying family affair? Which is what this show is kind of. It's
0: uh, a bit of a family uh, affair. Uh, uh, yeah. She yep. also covered uh, one with you 2 I think. And uh, one of the characters in this is called Number One. What?
1: Mm-hmm. You get Coincidence? It, it all ties in.
0: I doubt it. <laughs> it c- couldn't be. Um, so they're checking into a motel and and it's straight up, whoever they're working for, wh- which I don't think is clear to us, uh, no. they're made out to be tight ass. They're being cutbacks. They're having a share a room. And Hazel's not happy about it.
1: Yeah. Disgruntled hitmen. Yeah, not what you want. No, not what you
0: want. Uh, the, they pick up a package when they uh, check in, and that is filled with guns and masks. And it appears they're hitmen with the same tra- uh, tracking device as the group that went after five in episode one. Yeah, a- and we didn't mention it. We're talking about it uh, after we recorded la- the last episode. That there was some some fun music in the first episode, and I think some fun music again mm. in this episode. Uh, during the big fight scene where five killed all the hitmen, the end of episode one, they played um, They Might Be Giants. I think it yes. was Istanbul, now Constantinople, or whatever that one's called. It's probably just called yeah. Istanbul, is it?
1: Uh, I don't know what it's called, but it's a fun song. Bit of fun. Fun song for a fight scene. Yeah. Uh,
0: I'm, for some reason, I was just listening to Bird Cage for Your Soul the, the other day. On repeat. It's a very happy song. It's cheering me up. They're a happy band, right. really. Yeah. I mean, the music's happy. I don't know, how, but I haven't really don't understand the lyrics all that much. Often, happy music is great. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, Weird Al Yankovic is one of the happiest. Uh, f- yep. Yeah. So uh. they get this package. It's got all the all the stuff to make it clear to us that they're Hitman, if that wasn't already obvious. Uh, meanwhile, the police are investigating what happened at the diner. Detective Patch, played yeah, by Ashley Mattaquay, talks to the waitress about what happened, and she also says she already spoke to another detective. Patch then heads outside and tases Diego, number two, straight away. <laughs>
1: yeah, this is Diego being his uh, vigilante going and talking, trying to work out what happened at the donut shop.
0: Yes, and he, he obviously played the part of a detective uh, falsely. Yep. And that got him tased by the real detective, Patch. Yeah. Uh, Diego, played by David Castaneda. Um, and based on their banter, they were a thing at one point. The Nerd Daily yeah, assumes.
1: They've got a bit of a history.
0: At the police station, they get results back for fingerprints left on the knife. And they match an old cold case from 1938. Huh. Patch lets Diego yeah. go. And that
1: finger, and that fingerprint would be from Five.
0: Right. Oh, because he... Had he been... Oh, that's right. Because he... Do we know yet that he worked for the same organization?
1: No. Well, I've said too much. <laughs> you have. Um, but, uh, no, yeah. So, so, it's a bit clear. So, because they, they didn't know that Five was there. Um, they said that all the... All the blood matches everyone that was there, but the, the, they found this fingerprint that was like, oh, this doesn't match anybody. Because they're, 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 the police's theory was that everyone just shot each other. Yeah, that's right. Um, and also... And then they find this fingerprint from someone else.
0: So, Fyre was there, but he's in the form of a boy in a school uniform. He was sitting yep. there at this donut shop with an old man. The woman who was working the donut shop assumed that was a father and son. And she saw that yeah. truck drive away before the shootout happened. Uh, not realising that Five wasn't in that truck and he was the one killing all the hitmen. Yeah, right. That makes sense. Um, um, so, yeah, he, his fingerprints were on that knife but they w- weren't thinking about him at all because he was a little boy, mainly. Uh, meanwhile, Hazel and cha find the man from the diner, the one who, who they assumed was the dad of Five.
1: Yeah, the tow truck driver. Who's innocent in this
0: whole it thing? T- totally innocent. So... Uh, The donut shop lady thought he was Five's dad, but Cha-Cha and uh, Hazel, they thought he was Five grown up because to them, Five is a 40-something-year-old man. Yeah, he should be. And he basically matched uh, the the description of a grown-up Yeah, they had
1: like a photo or I guess they must have had like some impression of what he would look like. Um, And he looked kind of like that a little bit. Yeah, and so they just, they just sort of went for it and uh, strung him up in his workshop, um, and uh, did a bit of interrogation. Yeah, strapping,
0: plugging batteries onto him, and giving yeah. him
1: charges. Pretty but fun. they do they do sort of work out from that that it's not actually they've got the wrong guy. It's not actually five, but this guy does know because of this uh, conversation in the donut shop that um, that five was was looking for an address. He was looking looking for a place to go. Um, and, and so he, he gives that, it gives up that address. Yes. So
0: they got a sweet lead there. Uh, meanwhile, uh, so yeah, meanwhile, Hazel and Cha-Cha are torturing that man at the diner from the diner at some abandoned mechanics. Uh, he tells them about the kid number five and gives them the directions to this department store. They then think the kid may be five as time travel is a bitch, especially without a briefcase. That's a Hazel quote. And maybe that would make yeah. you a child again, I guess, is the, uh, what he's sort of alluding to there.
1: This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com.
0: Yeah. Uh, this next paragraph is called Secret Students and Shootouts. No, Daly, you've got me in. <laughs> Allison, played by... Raver Lamp Man and Luther by Tom Hopper talk about the day and she hopes that one day he'll be able to meet Claire. Claire is Alison's daughter. We find out that yep. she lost custody of her daughter. We're not sure why. Yeah, she got divorced, yeah. Um, and then uh, Luther's surprised to learn that Claire knows of him. He sort of thought, oh, I assumed you wouldn't be talking about your family all that much. Uh, Luther then heads to a boxing ring searching for information, and it turns out Diego trains, works, and lives there. Diego number two, the vigilante. Diego returns yeah. home and realises someone has been in his room and throws a knife into the room and nicks Luther's ear. He's very good with a knife. <laughs> uh, yeah. D- uh, Diego says, when Luther says, you could have killed me, Diego says, if you, <laughs> if I wanted you dead, you'd be dead, or something like that. Uh, it appears Vanya... Also teaches violin and has a new student by the name of Leonard, played by John Magaro, who is about 20 years older than her usual students. After their lesson, Leonard gives a bit of a substory story about his father that resonates with Vanya.
1: Could be a love interest? I don't know, that's what I'm feeling. Yeah, it
0: feels like it's the beginning of a little relationship. Uh, yeah. Later on, Pogo, the chimp butler, finds Alison, who is upset over Claire... And he tries to cheer her up by showing the surveillance recordings from when they were younger.
1: She, ri- which she didn't know existed. <laughs> she no, didn't that know that was, was surveillance weird. Wasn't cameras it? everywhere. So she says to Pogo, "This will cheer you up." Yeah, this will
0: cheer you up. We've been spying on you your whole life. And she said something like, "Oh, most families have have
1: uh, home oh, videos. videos. We've got
0: CCTV." Uh, but anyway, it did cheer her up a bit. And she was going through it. And I think Pogo seemed to give it to her on, in good faith. He just thought that that would make her feel better. That's how it felt. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, she then stays and keeps watching. And she's shocked by something she sees, which we don't know what it is, do we?
1: Yeah, what's on the tape? Because she picks up a, another tape and puts it in. And then it's, uh, yeah. Um, Who knows? Something her dad's doing.
0: Then Five heads to that... Uh, Department store that we know he's going to, and but so do the hitman or hit people, Hazel and Char Char. Yeah, they they go there and just shoot up the whole place. Uh, with Queens, don't stop me now. Playing. We also find yeah, out that red Five's song. love interest Dolores is a mannequin.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, which is a bit sad, I guess. But yeah, this is a I, I suppose this mannequin su- survived the whatever happened in the future. Um and uh, and so when he was in the future, he found this. He decided to, I don't know, have a relationship with this mannequin. Yeah, give it a name, Dolores, uh, and he, he just wanted to find her again in this department store. And he did. And he does. He found her. Yeah. and they're reunited. And he escapes it's with very her. Very
0: nice. Which would have been confusing for Dolores, because like she wouldn't have met him yet. Yeah, yeah that's right. Weird... That's the thing about time travel. Yeah, but I guess for the fact that she's a mannequin and has no consciousness, that probably helps. <laughs> But otherwise, she'd be like, what the f- who mm. the fuck are you? I love yeah. you. We've been together for 40 years. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, they shoot up, but he gets away. And even though he doesn't use his power, he- his power stops working, his sort of um, yeah. space jump thing. And uh, But Hazel and cha assume it-, it worked for some reason.
1: Yeah, well, because they some police arrive, and so they're distracted for a moment, and then they look back and he's gone, and so they just assume right. that he... Space jumped when, in actuality, he just jumped behind the counter yeah. <laughs> or something. Um, and so they—they, they, I guess, because the police are there as well, they sort of give up. Uh, but so nonchalantly. Try again another day. Yeah, they're like, meh, let's go." Yeah,
0: it's funny. I'm like, oh, I guess, do they have the power to get away, or do they have some sort of like space jumping thing? It doesn't seem like it. See, I don't know. Are they? Are they just regular people? Yeah, I'm not sure. They do have the briefcase thing. Well, they've mentioned they, a briefcase. I don't know if I've seen.
1: Th- these are the guys, I think I mentioned this in the last episode. These, It's Hazel and Chacha who say they're after one of their own. Right. But is that just a reference to what you said before, where he, he worked for that organisation? Yes, I think. Because I, without that information, I assumed that they were one of the 43 uh, Insta babies.
0: I think they were just looking, they were trying to get him because he worked for them.
1: Right, he's in a the defector future. or something. Yeah.
0: Okay. Gotcha. In the future. Yeah. When he, you know, how he moves to the future. I think that was yeah. when he was working for him. But I, I don't know if but this it, is what I'm. But isn't all humanity dead in the future? Well, these guys. This is a time traveling organization. Oh. But I don't know gotcha. how much of this I'm, I'm, I'm remembering from future episodes, <laughs> and how much I've pieced together. I think a lot of that is probably me remembering future episodes.
1: So. Yeah, it's all it's all fairly vague at this point. Yeah, uh, in the season, uh, Detective Patch, the real police
0: uh, woman, she finds the tortured man from uh, who's been interrogated by Cha Cha. Yeah, the
1: tow truck driver.
0: Uh, he's hanging up. He's dead. He's dead, and he didn't yeah. do anything. But he's dead now. Poor guy.
1: He gave him what they wanted to oh, know.
0: It always feels like. Uh. Surely you can find it in your heart. (laughs) Uh, Diego heads off after hearing about the shooting on the radio. He goes into Vigilante and a fire. Meanwhile, Luther tries apologising to Allison, but she shuts him up as she wants to show him the tapes. That's right. So she goes, hey, shut up. Stop apologising. I don't care. I've seen something. I've got to show you this tape.
1: And we still don't know what it is. She says, you were right about Dad. Oh,
0: that's right. She said,
1: you're right. You have to come see. And, I don't know what that's in reference to. But
0: I, Well, the way I read it was someone killed him, right? Because he did assume someone killed him. Right. But I don't yeah, know if that right. is what he was right about. But that's what it seemed like.
1: Hmm.
0: Uh, Five returns home and we see a flashback to him finding the eye. Uh, so, in this, po- this uh, world blown up scene, which we sort of have been jumping yes this
1: is a, a flashback to the future oh my god um <laughs> so yeah so this is and this is I think the end of the episode where we we see um five uh, back, back to when he's just arrived in the in this future aftermath of whatever happened uh, where everything's on fire it's just rubble everywhere he finds this um this yeah this eyeball the prosthetic eyeball in the rubble uh and then it's revealed that it's uh it's it's Luther that that's holding that eyeball yep luther's dead uh allison is dead Diogo's is dead klaus is dead all amongst the rubble yeah do we see pogo there as
0: well and allison we basically see every Uh... nearly everyone or yeah we see enough of people that it it seems like we see everyone you know what i (laughs) mean it's
1: implied that everyone's dead
0: and it's what did you find it interesting that he recognized them all because they all look different enough but i guess that's a good point in the real world i didn't even
1: think about that
0: they're not, a, it's not a different actor. People, but people do change how they look a lot through puberty and into their late 20s.
1: Yeah, interesting to, to look at someone that you haven't seen in a long time, 30 years or something like that.
0: But for him, it would have only been, he hasn't seen him. Oh, right. Yeah, right. A, so, they're, no, they're th- hours. what I
1: mean is that they're, yeah, right. So, what are they? They're, they're 17 year old, years older than what, what ha- they were yes. when he saw them. But- right that was only minutes ago for him i think yes so it yeah it's i guess weird for him to instantly sort of recognize them um but i suppose he did uh
0: and then it just says uh which i like here uh the nerddaily.com says overall thoughts question mark and then finishes with this paragraph uh, while not as exciting as the first episode, I must say, Aiden Gallagher expertly manages to portray an older man trapped in a teenage body. Hazel and Cha-Cha are welcome, uh, a welcome sight, as they're definitely going to be bringing some action into the fold, and they seem like quite the odd pairing. But their scenes <laughs> together are marvellous. As for Vanya's new student, it's clear something will be happening there with this very relevant substory. story, so, it looks like Vanya will be facing some trouble very soon. Oh, interesting. We read it as, oh, lovers in the air. Yeah. Nerd <laughs> Daily read it as troubles in the air.
1: Well, I did also think that, yeah, maybe this guy's got some, uh, you know, they introduce a new character. This guy's got some sort of hit. this guy's not who he says yeah. he is. He's got some hidden agenda going uh, on.
0: What's his story? So, that was written by way. Elise Dumpleton from Australia. Love it. Oh, and she created <laughs> the Nerd Daily. There you go. Elise Dumbledon, you're so great. Sorry if it seemed like I was being rude at any point. Now I've seen a human face to this. I'm just like, you seem like the best. <laughs> I really enjoyed it. it. Was If if I may, it was Evan who made the snide comments, not me. I thought you did <laughs> yeah, fantastic right. work. And uh, yeah, you reminded me of a bunch of things. It's funny when I, I just watched that episode. I finished watching it half an hour ago, maybe 45 minutes ago. And then I read that. I'm like, oh, yeah. And there were bits where I'm like, <laughs> I didn't even notice that. I missed that
1: entirely, yeah. um, but that's what happens. I forget when you stuff watch things a lot. It just washes over me. You know what I mean? Yes, yes, yeah. Things really wash over yeah. you in the bar. <laughs> that's right. Uh.
0: Okay. Do you want to uh, give this
1: episode a score out of bananas? I'll go. I'll go slightly higher than last week. I'll go a four out of five bananas. Okay, that's a strong um, score because. Well, yeah, because it because it, it doesn't it hasn't got all that, that work to do in explaining all the characters. It's, you know, things are starting to move a bit more in the plot. Yeah, Did not um, have a big and, dance and... scene, though. No, no, you're right, it didn't. Um, but it did have some fun action scenes with dance music yeah. attached.
0: Yeah, I think the, the soundtrack's uh, been too. so
1: good. Yeah. Uh,
0: I'll put a link to that Nerd Daily article uh, so people can read along, you know, with the episode if they want to. <laughs> And uh, but yeah, I I think every character in it I like. I like all the actors. I think it's all coming together.
1: Yeah, it's a great cast. Great cast, and it's beautifully shot, well put
0: together. That's something we haven't really mentioned, and I think you probably see it a little bit more in the first one. There's some some such stylistically shot scenes like Luther on the moon, uh, mm. and what else was there? But uh, some of the 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 pram, the old school prams and. A lot of it is it very... It's all very pretty. A lot of... Yeah. I has gone into the detail. <laughs> it's a, that's a poorly said phrase. <laughs> Maybe if I... If we can, I want to see if we can get Elise Dumbleton to fill in for me for the remainder of the series. There's a much better way around a sentence than has I she
1: done, Has she done recaps of the other ones?
0: I hope so. I think... I mean, you don't just do episode two and leave it there, do you? <laughs> She's not Um, wikipedia.org.
1: Should we do that? Write them up? No, just do episode two and leave it there. Uh, I mean, I'm tempted. (laughs) (laughs) Wrap it up. Uh, All
0: right. Thanks so much for joining us again, Evan. Um, Links to your fantastic video game and comedy show, uh, Jiminy James, the (laughs) gaming show. Uh, Links to that are in the show notes. And that'll be coming back when the current world apocalypse is over.
1: Yeah been on hiatus for a while but um hopefully we'll be out of this mess uh in a in a, f- a few weeks a month or so and then we'll be able to get back to making it yeah uh and i like i like that sort of positivity
0: covid19 should have a vaccine the next couple of weeks according to monroe smith
1: that's not what i said oh, i extrapolated I mean we'll be i just i just simply mean out uh, of our strict we'll be lockdown that we've got victorian right. stage four lockdown yeah um yeah, no doubt the vaccines are a little while away yet.
0: If you have any thoughts on this episode or any future episodes, uh, I'll, uh, I said I would do it last time and I hopefully I will do it for this episode where I'll have a little uh, form you can fill out with any comments on the episodes we've discussed so far. If you want to discuss any future episodes, I'll be able to read it out on those episodes. So maybe if your favourite episode's number five, say, send us a note, tell us why, and I'll read it out on that episode assuming yeah, that's a good idea. i'm in any way organized by then <laughs> um thank you so much for joining us evan Munro smith i've been matt no Stewart and evan as we always say here at primates
1: podcast if you're gonna travel to the future you gotta have a way back it's just good advice it's just good advice <laughs>
0: podcast is part of the planet broadcasting network
1: visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates i mean if you want It's, it's up to you imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt now imagine them getting even softer over time